This podcast is a discussion of Christian devotionals and self-help books and is intended for entertainment purposes only. The ideas discussed on this podcast are adult-themed and come with a blanket trigger warning. The intent of this podcast is not to attack any person who uses or gifts the materials under discussion, nor is it intended as a critique of the author. Rather, it is the ideas and messages we feel are being expressed in the materials that are being reviewed and examined. With expletives. Welcome back, everyone, to Goddamn Devotionals, the podcast where we break down the harmful ideas and messages found in Christian devotionals and self-help books. Breaking out the shit from the bull just for you. I'm JR. And this is JP. And in this episode, we're continuing our review of The Way Home by Mary Pride. Again, blanket trigger warning for this book. A lot of potentially problematic themes. Last week, I believe, or last time, we did chapter eight, which I believe dealt with raising kids and why you want to move beyond no-fault child rearing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She she kind of evolved from, you know, kids can get away with uh, the very basics, you know, roof over their head hand-me-down clothes and a PB&J to, well, if anything goes wrong with your kids, it's as long as you follow this book's principles or her worldview, then your kids should have turned out. And if they didn't, it's your your fault. fault. Exactly. (laughs) So chapter nine today is called Raising Kids Without Confusion. We'll see if Mary clears things up for us in this chapter. She starts us off with a tone-setting question. What's one of the biggest reasons mothers get jobs? Remember, this is the 80s and is written from a very white, very privileged perspective. It's because they like the sneakers. (laughs) (laughs) They're looking to expand their shoes. This is this, this from every 80s movie. It's always about like women trading in their, you know, Donna Reed pearls, hoop skirts and high heels for pantsuits and sensible shoes. Sneakers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. (laughs) Uh, Well, not according to Mary. Sorry. I I knew Mary and I'd be on a different page. Yeah. (laughs) Mary says, the biggest reason mothers get jobs is to get away from their kids. Because kids are no fun to be around. (laughs) (laughs) I think 80s moms were in on something. They figured something out. Wait, I have an out? I have an out of a a bad marriage? I get a divorce now? Mary doesn't agree with that. Mother's going, wait, my kids are driving me nuts. I can get a job and get out of the house? I'm doing it. (laughs) It couldn't be the disposable income or the mortgage. It's, I can get away from my children. Or... Remember, this is coming from a very white, very privileged perspective, so that disposable income concept is that, as opposed to somebody who has to work in order to make ends meet and actually live. Okay, so yeah. so this book is basically saying y- the, you don't have to work. A woman goes to work because... The biggest reason, exactly, is because you just want to get away from your kids. Which, Mary reminds us that women who have kids have a duty to them, whether they like it or not, <laughs> job or not. They don't have a right to abandon their kids in order to get jobs. Again, very privileged perspective. Uh, yeah, I mean, going uh, the idea of getting a job, uh, it's, it's like, 
even from my own family's experience, um, my grandmother on my mom's side, she she got a job in the afternoon because she'd get up in the morning. She would send my mom and her brother off to school with lunches. Uh, she'd send my grandfather off to work with lunch. And she would prep a full meal for dinner, a dessert like a pie. And then she'd go off and work at Dillard's or what was called Bacon's back in Kentucky. And, like... She needed something to do. <laughs> yeah. they, they were not. They were not in. In they. They were exactly what Mary's talking about. They're not in financial need, but she wanted to do something that got her out of the house. She shouldn't have been doing that. She should have been homeschooling them. Right. There's oh my. Always gosh. something wrong. Yeah. Mary then goes on some very loosely connected rants. You're familiar with education, skills, potential, and normality. Fuck all those concepts. <laughs> they lead to degeneracy and popularity worship. Christian moms should instead be teaching loving behavior that comes from a godly heart that is a carbon copy of Jesus's. I'm... you can... this is supposed to clear up confusion? <laughs> Want to know who else to flip the bird to? Experts and their methods. Oh, man. Yeah, we don't, we don't see that at all in... In today's world where people completely want to uh, invalidate or dismiss the uh, expert opinions of doctors, um, science, medical experts, and they just simply go, nope, go to YouTube, go to Wikipedia, trust your own judgment, do your own research. Possibly nothing has caused so much harm to the family in this last century as the proliferation of experts. Mary dichotomizes between the authority of the Bible, by which she means traditional child-rearing techniques, mm -hmm. and the authority of social and behavioral research and experts. Does she realize she's invalidating her own argument with this book, then? If she's claiming to be an expert with an idea that people should actually She'll adhere to? to oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of her. She asserts that this obvious, quote, worship of experts is part of the humanist-slash-feminist Religion, unquote. Mm-hmm. Because got to bring the feminists back in. Well, they are the boogeyman of this mm -hmm. book, amongst others. God already has rules, and experts are always proven wrong anyway by the next expert that comes along. This reveals just how much she understands how research works. I was going to say, things progress. We learn on the shoulders of the people who, who established or... or, or <laughs> Not to mention that the data that's gathered is always biased against God. So it's just plain wrong regardless. <laughs> <laughs> victims. They're always the victims. You might wonder where Christian experts or authorities fit into Mary's worldview. Well, Mary assures us that just because a person has a PhD does not mean that their opinion is sacred. For any Christian can give his opinion on what the Bible says, which, of course, is not what Mary's doing at all. And that's not problematic at all when you get Christians offering opposing viewpoints. That's never caused any problems throughout history. No one Googled the Hundred Years' War, the schism between Eastern Orthodox and what became the established Roman Catholic Church... Yeah, we, Christians have never warred with one another uh, over minute um, exegetical and biblical interpretive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, you kind of brought this up before. Like, mm -hmm. if we're not going to listen to experts or anything, then 
who do we listen to? Who should inform our child rearing? Mm -hmm. Dr. Mom, PhD. Mary warns us that the real experts that we should be looking to for parenting advice are older women. Older women who are also mothers, of course. No childless older woman need apply. I always hate this stuff. I, I can appreciate experience can produce a lot of helpful advice, uh, what to do when someone's at a loss. It can also provide a great deal of what not to do's. I'm not going to step in and speak for mothers. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sorry. Just because you have a kid does not make you an expert on child raising. Otherwise, um, <laughs> no, it does. All not. the kids out there in the world are so different from one another. There is no one size fits all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mary's main idea is that the way your kids turn out is the only thing that qualifies you to even be recognized as a candidate to sit at the quote expert table. Mm-hmm. Experts themselves have nothing to offer because they don't know what truly Christian children look like. Only older women who have godly children should be the true experts, which clearly invalidates my own mother's qualifications because half of her children are not godly the way she raised them. Well, and I was going <laughs> to jump in on this at least, because we both have encountered this coming up in homeschool groups and, and, and these communities that uh, this type of teaching leads right into uh, the quiverful movement and, and other movements oh, yeah. like it where the more children that a couple has, um, and especially the more children that a, a mother has, the more revered her opinion and abilities the and experience. Sacred, the more sacred, to use Mary's term. A, yeah, that's a great way to put is, it her lived experience and advice and counsel Mm -hmm. should be sought after and taken as sacred. Yeah, Yeah. if you have one kid, good for you. If you've got a dozen kids, that's that's the person you go to for advice. Mm -hmm. Like that's we've encountered that a number of times. Yeah. We've also encountered moms who have felt inadequate for not having seven to a dozen children i only had two i only had three yeah there are blessings why would why would you feel inadequate for having a couple of kids yeah or no kids or the other attitude with that comes with that is well any parent who is a step ahead of you in their child's developmental process mm-hmm. they automatically know more than you yeah so th- the ranking is based on how many kids you have, how old they are, how far along, mm-hmm. what milestones and learning experiences you've hit with each of your children. So that the brand new mothers are the ones who get absolutely inundated with unwanted, unasked for advice mm-hmm. from all of these women who think they have the right somehow mm-hmm. to speak into this woman's life and tell her what she ought to be doing. And for some tangential mansplaining, let me tell you, it's hilarious when a father decides to go, well, here, l- let me offer some of my experience or opinion to to that type of, to Mary's type of mother. Mm-hmm. He has absolutely no standing, no matter if he's been a single dad or a dad of for 20 years of Ten children. Doesn't matter. His opinion does not count. Oh, yeah, no. Not when it comes to mothering. Yes. So we can have confidence in the older woman, mother, in her experience, in her store of knowledge, and in her spouting of scripture. Just like we can also have confidence in Mary, who's doing all of these things. Isn't 
isn't it nice when you can spend a whole chapter setting yourself up as the only reliable source of advice? <laughs> I'm surprised she waited so long to do it. Would you say we're in chapter 9 now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mary asserts that God intended motherhood to be a relay race, with each generation learning from the one before it, mm. which is exactly how abuse has been passed down in my family. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to clarify a little bit. What does the Bible tell us about parenting? It tells us what to do and how to do it. The what is impressing God's commands and Bible history on kids and seeing that they know how to be productive in life. The how is being strict with the sin and weakness of children, encouraging their good behavior and being a good example. So positive reinforcement? Did I catch that right or was I completely missed that? You're being strict. Okay. In encouraging good behavior. Yeah, I did not catch that then. Sorry. Yeah, no, this is the opposite. You're telling them what to do. You're giving them God's commands. Right. And making sure they're productive in their little lives. Idle hands are the devil's playground. Mm -hmm. And then you're being strict with their sin and weakness. As, As children do. Children are not sinful or weak. They're just kids. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have Apparently, you met, have you met kids? <laughs> I was a kid, JP. See, I was a kid. By the same logic of this of this book in this particular chapter, then a child who's struggling shouldn't be looking to their parent. They should look to the next oldest child and go, You've already done this phase of 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 growing up why don't you tell me how i should be going about doing this mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> just you know pass the baton yeah regardless parents just fuck everything else make sure your kids know what god commands of them if that sounds like a lot to you I- i'm curious yeah don't think too much about it to raise kids right we just have to raise them which sounds exactly what my parents did. Mm. Fuck who your kids are. Just make sure they think and do things the way you want them to. I, I, I feel like we were having this conversation uh, either today or earlier this week of just the idea of some of this is just gibberish. Like that. Yeah, this doesn't clarify much at all. No. Uh, well, uh, you know. It's just Mary going on these loosely connected rants about this is how I think things should be done and this is how I think things should be. And. Whatever you do, just don't fuck up your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever you do, just make sure that they do what God wants them to do, which is code for what you want them to do, mm-hmm. which is code for what you've been told that, that you should make them do. See, this is where I have a bone to pick with her, like using this this section as a platform to, to become a self-proclaimed expert on parenting and then turn around and give double talk or you know circular thinking or any of this that just says figure it out on your own anytime someone claims to be an expert in one breath and tells you don't think too hard about it in the next i'm going to take that as that was their approach to becoming an expert you didn't think that hard about it 
that doesn't really qualify you in my mind as having developed expertise. Well, that's the thing. I don't know what kind of education Mary has. I'm not going to yeah. guess at it. Yeah, I'm not trying to critique her personally in that. But She seems to be reserving the right to say, hey, I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do things, but if I come along and I see you doing things a way that I don't think is good or that I think should be done differently, I'm going to reserve the right, using the language in this book, mm -hmm. as an expert mommy because i've popped out a couple of kids and i've just had this lackadaisical well to raise kids right i just have to raise them i showed up yeah i showed up <laughs> i gave him pb and j and and a place to sleep what mm -hmm. else do you want she was reserved the right to as an expert come along and tell you you're not doing it right mm -hmm. i feel like if um if you spent much time around the church there's at least one or two people amongst the elder generations that are very, very proactive with this mentality of coming along and letting oh, yeah. younger people know. And I, I, it, anybody out there who's been a pastor's kid, your parents have had at least a half dozen people in your church come up to them and say, your kids are acting out. You're not doing it right. You're not it doing right. it right. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're a good pastor, your kids should be good too. Yeah. Oh, God. Your kids aren't allowed to be a kids. Yeah. Anyway. Well, and now that we know what and how to teach kids, pretty easy, we can raise up an army to fight the feminists. It sure as hell didn't work for my parents, but hey, if at first you don't succeed, recycle and reuse. It's amazing to me that the feminists the feminists are the enemy, and the, the whole idea is is to, to try and reverse the cause of women's rights by about... 20, 30 years at the time this book came out and 50 years by where we are sitting now. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, well folks, if you want more of this deep track on a 1980s <laughs> fundamentalist soundtrack, join us for the next exciting installment of Mary Pride. I swear we gotta be getting closer to the end. <laughs> oh, you'd think so, but no. But... <laughs> So if you have any comments, suggestions, or just want to reach out, our contact info is in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe, leave us a review, tell a friend about us, and join us in the continuing fight against the feminists. <laughs> and as always, please take care of yourself, folks. Bye. <laughs>